Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Tonight, the Blues will take on the Oilers in Edmonton. Pre-game starting at 6.30 right here on 101 ESPN, the Blues Radio Network. That's us. We'll have the game for you, too. Our guy, Jeremy Rutherford, joins us via the uh, 101 ESPN celebrity line. And JR sent me a text earlier this morning that, that got me smiling. Uh, JR, <laughs> go ahead and tell us what you, what you sent. Well, we've told the story a few times over the years about uh, Chris Duncan and him asking me when the Blues were set to play the Buffalo Sabres uh, about uh, the Buffalo Buffaloes. That's what he called them. Mm-hmm. And, Anthony, I texted you today, uh, you know, I'll tell the story. I was at uh, a local Panera Bread Company, and I was typing a story, and it included the sentence of the Buffalo Sabres, and it rolled off my fingers, <laughs> non-intentional. The Buffalo Buffaloes rolled off my fingers onto it. the computer. I love it. It's <laughs> just uh, you know, our, our good buddy, Chris Duncan, he just he lives on, man. So that's it was, yeah. again, it brought a smile to my face that, uh, that that just happened naturally for you. All right, JR, so tonight, you know, rough one last night in Winnipeg, and we know that Drew Bannister is making some changes for those that are just hopping in their car now. They didn't hear Jamie and I talking about it earlier. What are those changes, and why do you anticipate that he made those changes? Yeah, a couple changes, one up front and one on the back end, guys. Uh, up front, Casper uh, Kapanen will come out of the lineup, and this shouldn't be a shock to anybody who's watched the past couple games. Uh, he has not been very good. His ice time has been down. His shifts have been down. He's played about 14, 15 minutes combined in the past uh, two games, talking about Detroit and Winnipeg. And in that time, in those 14 or 15 minutes, he is a minus four with just one shot on goal. You guys talked about the play last night. You know, Riv made a point that uh, he doesn't know that D is potentially changing, but still he needs to get that puck deep. You know, that was a kind of a turning point in the game there, the goal against. And then uh, on the back end, Scott Prinovich will come out, as you guys also touched on, kind of a softish play in the corner uh, where where he heard the footsteps coming from behind him and, you know, didn't make the play, and so the puck comes back uh, into the uh, slot area and, and the goal scored against the Blues. So they're going to go to Tyler Tucker. And Tucker, this is going to be interesting because he hasn't played all that much. He had one game in January, but this will be just his second game since December 21st. He's a guy definitely who got a lot of playing time early, uh, but I think Drew Bannister wants to get him out on the ice. And also after the hiccup by Prinovich last night, it's probably the time tonight so- in the second game of back-to-backs. Excuse me, Jr. But the uh, the Blues in a span of twelve days, they go from potentially being up six points on the Predators, now six points back, one in four since that game. The Predators have put together a six game winning streak, so you're outside of the playoffs if it ended today. They do have two games in hand, though. Uh, my question, though, would be: Do you think this gives Doug Armstrong some clarity on on moving forward with the trade deadline and what he wants to do? Yeah, I think so, Danny. But I think he already kind of had you know, some sort of vision of what he wanted to do. 
I think this might make it a little bit easier because even if you're him and you know what you want to do, you're sitting there thinking, well, gosh, you know, we, we are right here in a playoff spot. Even though I don't think this is a team that can go a couple rounds, you know, I got to let this play out a little bit. Um, you know, it's a different situation than when he had the Paul Stastny's and the Kevin Chattenkirk's. Those guys were UFAs, so you could move them uh, before the deadline. And, and, you know, if you made the playoffs, you did. If you didn't, you didn't. The Blues don't have those types of players this year. Guys like Pavel Buchnevich, uh, they have term on their contract, so it's a different story. Uh, but I do think that if this trend continues, you're talking about losing five of your last seven and getting outscored 23-8 to eight in those seven games, that I think that uh, Doug Armstrong could move one or two players like a Marco Scandella or someone. So I do think this has changed the scenario just a bit. Jeremy Rutherford joins us right now in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Uh, play out some scenarios, speaking of the trade deadline. So, Jerry, play out some more uh, you know examples for us. Uh, if, if the Blues do, and they've avoided some of the long, the, the long losing streaks, but if they do have a longer losing streak, do you think that they, they could become more aggressive uh, when it comes to selling? Or do you think that Doug Armstrong, no, like you just said, he, he's, he's made up his mind no matter what? If you're talking about selling before the deadline, I don't know that you can get ultra aggressive just because of your position in the standings because you need to make the deal when it makes the most sense. And if it makes the most sense before March 8th, then so be it. But I think you give yourself more time and you perhaps open it up to more teams in the offseason when some of these contenders who are up against the cap you know, are able to go out and acquire a Pavel Buchnevich in, in the summer. So, you know, the way things are looking, like I said, it could change things in his mind. But I just don't know how much more aggressive they could get in terms of who they're willing to deal and, and what they're willing to accept. It's just a short time before that March 8th trade deadline, and you don't re- want to regret any moves that you make now uh, when you look in the offseason and see what else could have been done. You know, I was trying to look at some positives here with the Blues, and one of them is is Robert Thomas. And the Blues have been awful five-on-five, five, and yet Thomas is in the top 20 in points, top 15 in assists, and he's doing it again with a team that's been awful five-on-five five for the most part of the season. So my point is, like, Watching tonight, you may give the puck to Connor McDavid coming out of his own zone and you get an assist because he goes the distance and scores a goal. Am I looking too far into this? I think it's one of the most underrated seasons of anybody right now in the NHL. For sure, Dan. No, anybody uh, paying attention to Robert Thomas this year knows that he's developed into that guy. I mean, you're looking at a guy who's on pace for 90-plus points. And so we can sit here and bellyache about all the things that are going wrong in the team's you know, making mistakes, losing five out of seven. Kapanen sitting, you know, he's not a guy you can deal at the deadline. You're hoping that could be the case. You know, so many things that aren't going for them, but uh, he's one of the guys. He, Bennington, uh, Colton Pareko, Jake Neighbors, to me, four of the good storylines this season for the Blues. But, you know, the biggest thing, Dan, you know, to your point about Robert Thomas, if you want to be a Stanley Cup contending team, as we saw in 2019 with the way the Blues were so strong up the middle, you have to have that top line, top six, go-to center, and the Blues have that guy in Robert Thomas. Jared, before we let you go, what are you working on next for the Athletic? Yeah, I got a piece about uh, no trade clauses, and this is something that's interested me for a couple of years now. I finally started uh, talking to people about it. You can look around the league, guys, and I'm sure this is the case with other sports, but who gets them and why? How does... How does a guy like Amika Rantanen in Colorado, one of the top ten scorers in the league, have a modified no-trade list where he can he can go to a handful of teams? 
but yes, yet you got lower level guys who have full no movement trade clauses. So I was able to talk to some agents, talk to some players, talk to some teams, and find out what the rhyme or reason is. So that should be coming out shortly before the trade deadline. A final question for me, Jr. How many scouts do you think will be at the game on Saturday night with the Blues in, in Minnesota? And I, I'm, it's a serious question. Like, how many people from front offices will be in town? Yeah, it's been picking up uh, lately, and I haven't been on the road with the team. By the way, everybody says, why aren't you on the road? It's like, uh, have you seen there in Winnipeg and Edmonton? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> so uh, so it has been picking up at uh, Enterprise Center. I almost called it Scott Trade Center. They, uh, uh, I think in this next week, yeah, Saturday's game against Minnesota should be pretty full. You know, I think teams are still going to continue to call on the Blues guys up until the deadline. Even if uh, you know Army isn't inclined to move a Pavel Buchnevich for the reason we talked about, but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of seats taken up in the press box this mm. time of year. Should be interesting, absolutely. Jr. Great stuff. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah, I got to pack. I got to get ready for New York next week. I know which ones to go on. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Yeah, get some of that New York pizza. <laughs> See you later. See ya. That's Jeremy Rutherford here in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN. You can follow Jr. at J.P. Rutherford.